Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you again today as we continue along in the Gospels. Remember, yesterday we left off. We left off with that beautiful song of praise and prophecy, uh, Simeon, as he saw Jesus. As we continue today, we'll be looking at the testimony of Anna. You know, it's amazing how many people were announcing the birth of Jesus and hearing and witnessing what was happening there in Bethlehem and now in the temple in Jerusalem. Do you remember how the angel Gabriel came to Zacharias, to Elizabeth, to Mary, to Joseph, and also to Simeon, and now to Anna, where we pick up the story in verse number 36 of Luke chapter 2. Of course, we, we, the story where we left off yesterday, they were inside the temple, Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus, and, and, and then Simeon came in with his heart filled with praise as he was, he simply was wanting to, to, he made a commitment, and he heard from the Lord that, you know, he, he was going to con- continue living until he saw the Messiah. Well, he saw the Messiah came in it, it, as Jesus came walking through the door with his mother uh, in the arms of his mother Mary. And it says that as it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came by spirit into the temple. When his parents brought in the child, uh, child Jesus to do unto him the custom of the law, that he took him by his arms and he blessed God. And so yesterday we saw this beautiful praise. And not only that, but the prophecy of Simeon. But in there, also in the temple, we pick up the story story in verse 36. It says, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, a daughter of Penel, the tribe of Asher, and she was of great age, and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four scores and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. We don't know too much about her, but what a beautiful picture of a godly woman. She wanted to serve her life all the days, and she gave her life completely over to the Lord in service where she was at the temple. Her husband now has been gone, and and so she was in prayer night and day. And it simply says that she coming in, in the instance Gave thanks likewise. Likewise who? Likewise Simeon. As I'm sure they were both just so rejoicing at seeing Jesus. It says, And likewise unto the Lord, and spake unto him all uh, to all of them that looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. And so this beautiful praise that we don't have recorded here in Luke chapter 2, what she said, but the fact is, is that she was looking for the Redeemer, and she saw the Redeemer just like Simeon. And you know what? Those who seek the Lord, those for the look to the Lord, he'll make himself known. Well, the story continues as we're looking at the chronological look at the life of Jesus, how it interweaves back and forth. We'll back up a little bit as we're in Matthew chapter 2 now where it speaks about the birth of Christ. And as, as it tells us in verse 1 of chapter 2, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, What is he that is born king of the Jews? 
where we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes and the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born or the Messiah. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the prince, princesses of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. So as we see here, we see the first thing that Matthew mentions at the birth of Christ is the coming of these wise men, it called in the Greek magi, acquiring where he is to be born, who was to be the king of the Jews. Of course, what we know of Herod, Herod the Great here, that he was extremely paranoid. What we could tell in history that Herod was truly was a genius. You, you cannot look at the structures that stand even today that were not built by Herod without recognizing the genius of the man. In fact, if you go have a chance to go over to Israel, you can search it on the Internet. You'll see the Herodias a fortress, a fortress south of Bethlehem. You also see Masada down at the Dead Sea, the Alexandrian fortress up by the Jordan Valley, midway between Jordan and the Sea of Galilee, the entire city of Caesarea on the coast. Oh, my goodness, what a, what a, a sight to see, as well as the remains of the Great Wall of Jerusalem. That was built by Herod. And the portion of the wall that still stands, the Temple Mount area, a lot of people call it the Wailing Wall, you could see these huge stones, 45 feet long, 8 feet thick, 5 feet high. All, all these stand as the testimony of the genius of this man, Herod the Great, a tremendous builder. But he was tremendously threatened as far as his reign was concerned. He felt that his sons and his wife, whom he loved, Miriam, they were conspiring against him, and so he killed some of his sons. Isn't that so tragic? He killed his wife and later regretted, of course, murdering his wife, but he was in a rage and he killed him. And so what he did is he built a tower for her. Well, I killed her, but you know what? I want to remember her, so I'm going to build a tower. But can you imagine what feelings were when these men came in from the east seeking the birthplace of one who was born, the king of the Jews? Oh, my goodness. I think he, would be, he got in a rage. He wanted to know who this person was. It's interesting that when Jesus was crucified, that the title was placed above the cross in three languages, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. You know, and so... Here we find the Magi's, these three wise men from the east inquiring of Herod of all people and when, where he was to be born, king of the Jews, for the declared of verse 2 says, we have seen a star in the east and we come to worship him. They've come to worship Jesus. You know, I think it's so important as we look at this that we realize that the person of Jesus it is something that dries within man to know more about him. And when you discover him, is that desire just to simply to worship him. Sometimes I think we miss the importance of worship in our life. That we 
just stop to give thanks. We stop to recognize him for who he is. And we, we just are filled with a grateful heart. These uh, magis, or wise men, as they were coming, they, they came. Something was driving them, and they wanted just to come and worship. And I think that's so good. And I pray that you might respond to the worship in your heart even this day, that you might just take a little moment even now when we finish up here, that you'd set aside some time just to give thanks. Because truly, God is a God that, that should be praised. And I thank God that we are able to do that. They've given from the bottom of our hearts just our thanksgiving and our praise. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.